Hello, and welcome to Zig When They Zag, a podcast for business leaders obsessed with growth. In our episode from August 2020, my co-host Kevin Ring and I decided we wanted to talk about internal marketing teams. Most leaders struggle to lead marketing teams when they don't have a marketing background themselves, and they hesitate to hire an agency because, well, they're already paying for a marketing team. But that internal marketing team often doesn't know what they're doing. So we give some tips for leaders on how to work through that. I hope you get something out of it. Enjoy. So today, I thought we could talk about internal marketing teams at small to medium-sized businesses, because this is something we come up against or work with many times, and I have lots of opinions on why it works when it works and why it doesn't work, which is most of the time. Yeah, I think that that's great. I think one of the the challenges that most people walk into engaging us with is just a frustration Mm -hmm. uh, because of their marketing efforts. They think, oh, this person is a marketer. They're going to come on board and they're going to run with this stuff. And it just ends up being false start after false start. In fact, we were just on the phone last week with someone who said that they are just parting ways with their second uh, partner that they brought on board because they thought they would be able to do marketing. That's right. So, and like yeah. these companies don't even hire inexpensive marketing people. Sometimes they're going all out and spending a lot of money in what they think is going to be a really good fit for their organization. And it just falls apart because one person can't be all the things a small business needs. Um, yeah. Yeah. So the first thing I kind of want to talk about is I think the things that I've seen that make internal marketing teams not a good fit for small to medium size. So we're talking about businesses that are, you know, hundred and hundred employees or less, you know, they could be millions of dollars in annual revenue, but they don't have a a marketing team, they may have a sales team and they think, you know, it's going to solve our marketing problems. Just grow a marketing team internally. We'll just yeah. figure it out. Um, and I think the problem with that is, first of all, whether they're hiring inexpensive, expensive marketing resources, they are spending a lot of money on people when they could be spending a lot of money on lead gen instead, like literally turning those dollars into sales. Um, and they're a lot of times wasting it on resources that aren't contributing a whole lot to the bottom line of the business. Um, the other problem I see is maybe there's a lot of great marketing ideas, but what they end up doing is tying up so much of their marketing budget in the people that they're trying to stay employed at the business that they can't actually go forward with any new ideas. And they're kind of dependent or locked in with these people to try to do something with those ideas. Yeah. And if they're too big for those people, it's not going to get done. So they feel very stuck, which is often the case. Um, and I think kind of the biggest issue is you don't get the people you really need. Like a small to medium-sized business needs someone to do some strategy some of the time, right? Like you don't need a full-time CMO maybe at that level of business, but you need some CMO style work occasionally. Very business savvy, someone who understands the strategy of the business, be very high level. And then you need specialists 
but not all the time. Like you need SEO some of the time. You need someone who can write copy some of the time. And the problem is it's hard to find one person who's going to be all those things. I'll tell you a really good strategic thinker doesn't want to be the copywriter. It's not the same person, right? So I think what ends up happening is no matter how you structure your internal marketing team, if you're a small to medium-sized business, you're going to be unhappy because it's going to fall short in the areas that you really need help in. So I was thinking about it and I wanted to, yeah, I've been that internal marketing person before. I was trying to figure out and started to really empathize for the marketing people that work in these organizations because it's not really their fault, right? Like, I don't think that they're ineffective and complacent on purpose, if that yeah. makes sense, right? No, absolutely. <laughs> You know, they're the not reason, like the reason why your marketers really stink is because Kevin's an idiot and you never should have hired him That's in right. the first place. He's hiring the marketing away, people, and they come in and put their feet up on the desk and then they don't do anything for you. That's not really the case. I think most marketing people come into an organ that's small to medium size, really excited about all the possibilities, and then they fall short. And that's just yeah. kind of the nature of the setup. So, well, and I would say too, one of the things that, that I noticed that those size businesses typically still have a strong central leader mm-hmm. uh, because they've grown up the systems around them and you're able to empower production, you're able to empower, you know, customer service, you're able to empower sales, yeah. right? But the, the owner, the president is typically the idea yeah. guy and marketing really is without a, a, a kind of structure for how you're going to clarify the right tactics for your organization and how you're going to execute on them, mm-hmm. it's all ideas. Right. And so you end up with leaders who know their customers, know what they want, know what they need. And the ideas aren't bad. It's just you can't prioritize mm-hmm. them. And so add on top of all of those issues of a single person is not going to have at their availability, all of the specialized expertise that they need, plus to be able to go from strategic to tactical, Mm -hmm. but they're getting inundated with just unclear leadership, Mm -hmm. not intentionally, but again, just not being in a position to manage that dynamic is extremely difficult. That's right. And I think this has been my experience. And I think a lot of owners or um, operators of these size businesses will look at their marketing teams and go, yeah, this is what's happening. You know, a good marketing person with a little bit of experience will come in and last two, maybe three years at one of these companies because they'll be able to come in with some ideas. They're not going to be high level, deep, you know, company changing ideas, but they're going to be good ideas. And it's going to be based on what they know from the company because usually leadership doesn't give marketing enough information to make good decisions because <laughs> they don't know what to ask too. marketing people unless they're like that CMO level won't know what to ask. Yeah. They'll come in with some good ideas. Owners will be like, this is great. Yeah, you injected a whole bunch of energy into this program you have before. And then that's it. Marketing person's done after a couple of years. There's not more that they can contribute and they're burn out and leave. Or in a couple of years, if they're good, the owner is going to start turning to them for bigger, better strategies, but not know how to grow that person 
to be that person in the company. They just don't have the experience of uh, creating a career path for a marketing person. So they're going to fall short and be disappointed again. So I think that's why it's hard. You'll talk to most owners and be like, yeah, I had marketing. Yeah, it was great for a couple of years. Or this person lasted for a couple of years. Or the turnover is really high. Or, I, you, know, you know, I don't know. What is a marketing uh, qualified lead? I've never had that before, even though I have all these marketing people doing marketing for me. You know, yeah. it's just crazy. Um, yeah. I, I think the other problem is, you know, they don't have any uh, research to go off of. And oh no, what research to give a marketing person to help them make good decisions, right? Yeah. It's like this weird gap. I feel like a lot of um, a lot of small to medium-sized businesses are going to hire people in their 20s or early 30s unless they came from, you know, a big corporate marketing job where they're used to looking at gobs and gobs of research and feedback from customers and, you know, worked with somebody to come up with ideas based on, like, actual data. Yeah. They don't know how to do that for another company. So... First of all, you don't, most owners don't give their marketing people enough information and research and things like that. Um, but also you're hiring people who probably wouldn't know what to do with it, unfortunately, right? Yeah. You can probably speak to that because you've been doing a lot of research projects for our clients lately. Yeah, it is really, a, a, I think, a good point. And not to, again, bash on internal marketers, but... Not their fault. <laughs> it's not their fault. Um Mm-mm. It's really hard when you're in a business to stop working in the business and, and work on the business. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that is really difficult is your expense uh, is valid, but it's, it's, it's just ripe with biases and implicit uh, beliefs that you're probably not even aware of. And so when you then expect marketing be built off what you think your customers think Mm -hmm. you invest all of this time and energy and and internal marketing people aren't going to say no right right because this is the messaging this is what the the ceo said um and you just don't connect with the right audience because you've you've not taken the time to stop and say i know this about my audience this is where they engage me. This is how our you know customer services. I know nothing about how they got to that point. Mm-hmm. And so this gap of just unclarity and uncertainty, you you don't understand how to map your marketing messaging and tactics, the tools that you use to really resonate and build trust in this process mm-hmm. before they become your customers. Um, I think too one of the things that are challenging is um, you market to your existing customers. And there's a big difference between how you market to your customers and how you market to prospects. Mm -hmm. And so you touched on something that I think was really interesting and and is one of the challenges that a lot of the companies, when they begin working with us, has they don't understand the the goal of marketing. Yeah. And so, again, you don't have a high-level strategic thinker who is involved enough in the business to know that it is uh, enabling 
many of the things that you're trying to do, mm-hmm. either on the customer support side or on the customer acquisition side. Um, and as a result, you just end up spreading your efforts way too thin because you're trying to do everything in one effort. Right. Um, That's right. I, I, I see this as, you know, not the fault of, of marketers, but really the fault of marketing companies right now, which is they focus so much on trends and tools that they think are cool and effective and buzzwords like relevant mm-hmm. and viral. Mm-hmm. And it has no correlation to actually any of the drivers for business success, right. uh, any of the problems that, that marketing can solve. Mm-hmm. And so people just end up with, oh, well, we need to be on Facebook because mm-hmm. someone said we need to be on Facebook. That's right. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Why? You don't need to be on Facebook. Yeah, I think about it like um, if a small business decided, you know, we we do need a bookkeeper. Like just functionally, we need somebody here to do bookkeeping. So let's hire a bookkeeper. And maybe the owner knows enough about accounting to run a business, but doesn't have time to do the bookkeeping. It's kind of very similar to a lot of people who say, oh, I know we need like a marketing person. So we're bringing a marketing person who can manage social media for us. Because we know we need to be on social media. We don't really know what doing with it, but it needs to get done. And I can hire somebody fairly inexpensive to do that in-house. But the problem is, you know, at least for me, a few times a year, I need to talk to someone who's got CFO experience, tell me what's wrong with my books right. and how to plan for the next year. I need to talk to a tax guy yeah. to help me figure out where I'm saving and where I'm losing money on taxes. And I need help budgeting for next year. What happens a lot of times is businesses look at that bookkeeper type person, do my tax planning, <laughs> you know, help me solve these big problems. And anybody who's ever worked with, you know, very uh, experienced finance inside of a business knows it takes years of experience of understanding how businesses operate to be able to come up with financial strategies that lead to good tax plans and better bookkeeping, (laughs) right? It's like all of the pieces got us from the top. Somebody who can understand the whole picture. And like you mentioned before, some of the strategy stuff's better done from a disinterested third party who can kind of see everything in a different dynamic and present it and say, this is really what you ought to be doing. And for you to see it is yeah. hard to see for you. So, it's so true. My wife always uh, gives me a hard time because I'm a strategist. I help people mm-hmm. understand, you know, their challenges and the best way to get through it. And so whenever I come up against a personal challenge. She's like, well, what would you do for a client? What would you say to a client? I'd be like, well, I'd do this, 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 and this. She's like, well, just do that for yourself. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. I'm too close. Yeah, I don't true. have the objectivity. Or if like, I am physically, emotionally, mentally stuck <laughs> in this problem right that's now. Right. I need someone to help me. Yeah, that's right. But I do know, I do know when I need help, yeah. which is... I think the the hard thing, right? Because most business owners don't know that they need help. They just want things to be different. And so they have a hard time articulating it. So I I would I would like for us, instead of just bashing on all of the poor uh, individual marketing, wearing all of the hats, 
uh, trying to do everything without clear guidance, without clear connection, without buy-in from the rest of the organization. Uh, really shout out to all those marketing people now. Y'all are, y'all are doing really well. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what I'd like to do is maybe just speak to, okay, the business owner, mm-hmm. right? Instead of looking to a marketing person right now to solve your problem, what would you say to this business owner that they should do first? And I, I, I know what I want to say, but I want to ask you first. Yeah. Well, I think one of them is um, if you have, if you do have marketing people who work for you and you're like, I need to fix the problem, don't lay them off. There's a few things you can do to make them better. Yeah. One is give them uh, access to more information inside the company and really invite them to be a part of the higher level meetings. I think that's the biggest problem is marketing people don't get invited to the table, but they're not going to be able to make decisions unless you give them access to what you guys are talking about, what the problems are. Right. And you have to respect them because I'll just think of, I was thinking about this topic um, over the weekend and I remembered a story when I worked for my previous employer I was invited to go to a trade show and hang out with these very expensive salespeople. And they wanted to know like if I had any thoughts about the trade show. And I had all these ideas and all of them got shot down. Nobody wanted to actually spend any money on the trade show. I don't even know why I got invited. I don't know if it was just like for optics or whatever, but I thought, God, like if you had told me what the point of the trade show was, why we were there, what, you know, what are our business goals related to this trade show? I probably could have gone to the trade show and given you really good ideas. But instead, you kind of just invited me to the trade show and then didn't give tools to be successful. So I think really empower your marketing people. Give them money for research was the thing I think that they could do. Um, yeah. Because I bet you the owners haven't done it for themselves. So let marketing person run point on a research project. Yeah, customer development. Yeah. Customer development, customer insight research, market insight research is one of the most underappreciated investments you make in your firm mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a source of competitive advantage mm-hmm. because imagine, you know, you know what your operating costs are, right? If you are misaligned with your customer or if you're missing a customer uh, opportunity that is a simple shift in terms of how you think about your business you're leaving money on the table right. and you're spending money to leave money on the table. Yeah. It's so frustrating that people are like, no, nah, I don't really want to, you know, when, when they nitpick yeah. that piece. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with that. What I would say to business owners is, is know what your goal for marketing mm-hmm. is. Um, because I think a lot of people just are like, we have to market. Uh, we need to get out there. We need to do social media. We need site. And their statements are valid, potentially valid. Um, why? Why do you need it? Why would you send Jessica to the trade show? Mm-hmm. What are we trying to do? Um, I always start every engagement telling clients that we focus on four goals. And these are the goals that we are really successful mm-hmm. at. Uh, it's growth is the main one. So how do you, how do you scale up, level up? What you've been doing has been successful through designing a specific growth engine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can talk to you more about that. That might be a good conversation for yeah. later. 
But the second one is innovation, right? We want to do something new. Well, how do you get the information to validate that that's going to work and then align your efforts so that your go-to-market is most successful? Mm -hmm. Uh, The third is implementing marketing systems. So what's the right marketing for us? And then how do we begin to step into the process Mm -hmm. of ongoing marketing? Because there's tons Mm -hmm. of there's drip campaigns, there's advertising, there's Mm -hmm. SEO, there's on-page, there's off-page content. Like all of these things that I don't even fully understand. I'm learning stuff today and and our team is really great at those tactics. Mm -hmm. But what tool are you going to to put in place, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And why? And (laughs) And how are you going to measure it? (laughs) Yeah. And then the, the third one is something's wrong. You need to uh, draw on the, the the social capital that we have in our audience to communicate with them, whether it's COVID-19 or whether it's some upcoming opportunity, we need to generate that awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know why you're engaging a marketing person, then that person is going to fail yeah. because they are not going to satisfy your need. They're going to do a great job, but it's not going to be aligned with what you want. And so it's really focus on what are we trying to accomplish? Because then a good marketer will tell you, here's how we're going to get there. Yeah. Um, And it can be a very expensive experiment without any sort of results. If you don't know what you're doing when you go in for the hire, right? 45, 50, 75, $80,000 a year, whatever you're paying for this marketing person based on what they say they can do, um, you know, it can end up being all in the toilet if it didn't bring you the business goals. And most of the time, yeah. it's not the marketing person's fault. They just didn't yeah. know what your goals were. And, have and then you have to that. start over. Yeah. Every single time. Every single time. Yeah. yeah. So this was, this was great. I think I think this was sad. We, I'm I'm kind of depressed <laughs> after this one. Don't be sad. Don't be sad. What I hope we've done is that there's a set of owners out there that were somewhere in between like should I hire somebody or should I maybe think about goals first and they just took a moment to pause. Yeah, and that's think fair. about those goals before they drag another human being through their problems. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really, it's a really good, yeah. maybe, maybe we should do a blog for job hunters that are, is all about how you ask questions about whether you're being hired to do a job or to address some uneasiness that a yeah, business right? owner maybe. has, but doesn't specifically know how to, how to solve. That's right. Maybe we should make tips for marketers on how to find an actually good, efficient job. Well, aligned. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, this was good. I could have talked about Twitter, but I don't think we should. No, I don't think <laughs> it'd be good. I mean, it'd be like if we did one on how I love turtles. I could literally talk for, I don't know, two hours just about I love turtles, but I'm not going to do that. Maybe maybe that's a bonus episode. <laughs> maybe, that's a, maybe, that's a, maybe that's a hidden track. Remember hidden track? They do. That's what we should do. Put out our, our album with the hidden track. That's right. Or I've been watching all the Marvel movies and like the stuff that's at the end of the credits, right? Yeah, deleted scenes. Yeah. I like that too. Yeah. All right, so roll credits. 
roll credits? Or I guess we just hang up? We just hang up. Until next time. (laughs) Great to see you, Jessica. Great to see you, too. Go get that marketing. (laughs) What was your price? I don't remember now. (laughs) Me either. All right, I'm leaving. Thanks for listening. Check us out on our website at hotdogmarketing.net slash zigzag. You'll find more information and you can watch the video series there. You can tweet me anytime at Jessica underscore markets. Rate us and find more episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks again.